What are we sipping, Mike? What do you got there? Uh, we'll talk about it on the pod. There's a story about it. Okay, okay. Well, the pod is on, so start talking about it again, dude. Oh, there. Well, you didn't introduce us. Boner. All of a sudden, we're Boner. a different setup, and you can't introduce us, you bastard. Okay, okay, well, here we go. First of all, we all got secrets. Hokey Pokey, Hitman, the post-election episode is here. And we are making more history, the first ever cross-state podcast. Uh, because, every, uh, every episode is across the state. <laughs> thanks, Steve. Virginia. Thanks. Uh, hi. <laughs> I meant cross Pennsylvania. <laughs> Steve, forgive Steve. He still hasn't conceded to the fact that I moved. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I can't. I, I've not accepted it once, man. I don't accept the fact that you're in Virginia. No, see, no, no, no. You see, here's the thing. I'm not technically wrong. I didn't say interstate. Interstate. We have always been interstate, but cross-state with Hoke in Pittsburgh and us. You know, I'm in Philly, of course. He's in Virginia. So that is cross-state. Steve, Eat my one, shorts. If there's one thing you need to know, that when you're wrong, you're wrong. And when you're right, you're wrong on this. I'm point. not conceding. This is still Steve. Trump's America for another two months. I do not concede. Honestly, Steve, your shorts are probably so small at this point, you could eat them in one sitting. This, he, he, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. As we saw this week, Steve's eating is an embarrassment. Yeah, well, okay, so we, we will, this, will be, this will be heavily discussed very shortly. And, of course, we, have, uh, we, can, we can talk about some election nonsense. But let's, let's bring out the stuff that we were talking about before I hit the record button. Because I think we're coming up with something interesting here. Yeah, I, I actually need some relationship advice. Oh, oh, wait, this this isn't what we were talking about, but it is. It is. It is. Like, okay, so it's okay. Go. All right. So I I think I may have cheated on Nicole twice tonight. Oh baby. And I, well, I don't know what, what was his name. Uh, a he and a shame. Wow. <laughs> we all got secrets. Nice. I, I don't know what to do. I I don't know how to break the news to her. So why not break it on a podcast that like. 30 people listen to. <laughs> I, I, I give us a break. I saw 50 on the last one. Yeah. Well, whatever. So um, the first person I may have cheated on Nicole with is Steve. Uh, yeah, I she gave, always suspected us, man. To make this podcast happen, I gave Steve my Gmail password. I feel like that's, uh, I feel like that's second whoa. base. I feel like that's second base. <laughs> 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 We practically French kissed now. That's like uh, passwords, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Nicole and I don't even share a bank account. And Steve and I just shared an email address. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, look, I bake cookies. What can I say? So the, the second person that I may have cheated on Nicole with is probably a little more problematic. So um, Steve and I, we were, like, working out the logistics so that me in Pittsburgh, Steve in Phil in Philly area and Pittman in Virginia could record tonight because I'm not at my normally record basically from my CPU at the house. Um, and I was lucky enough to finish enough time. I ran down real quick and got a beer. Um, and I got, so to answer your question, I'm drinking a blue moon from the hotel bar. Okay. Um, but when I got the beer, I accidentally left my room key on the bar. <laughs> Which is like the oldest, like 
pickup move in the world. So I had to awkwardly go back to the thing and be like, uh, I, I left my room key here. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, now, you know, but the, here's the question. Did some woman have it in her hand? And you go, oh, I'm sorry, you can't have that. That's mine. Well, so, dude, first of all, there's, there's 20 guests in the whole hotel, right? So there was no one else at the bar except for the female bartender. So that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like that here, this bar. Ah. She probably thinks I left the key there for her. <laughs> mm. well, well, wait, back, you, I left you... my key. Can I get some sex on the beach? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, were you talking to this woman at any point whatsoever besides ordering your beer? Well, like last night, I ate my dinner at the hotel bar. So, again, like. Oh. So, last night, I was the only dude there for, you know, I probably spent like 30 minutes because I was watching some of the Monday Night Football game and eating dinner. With her. And then when I came down tonight, I'm probably the only person who's came to that bar in the last 24 hours. So she's like, oh, you're back again. I was like, yeah. I said, I just need a drink tonight. And then I left my cake. So I'm like, uh, definitely like this creepy scumbag. <laughs> so initially, I thought that was room service in the background, but I'm guessing you just clarified. No, chill, chill. Steve can't say <laughs> hey, 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 Pittman. Pittman, you know what I'm thinking right now. Kobe! Shooting the shot, baby. Shooting the gym. Because think about that, like, like, like a female bartender, like, in a, like, put COVID aside, right? In a normal environment, especially in a hotel, she probably gets hit on by sleeve balls like multiple times a week, right? So someone's definitely left the room key there before. That's definitely happened. And now she thinks I'm some sleeze ball, which I am. But well, wait, hold, hold. Not but you know, hold up a second, Mike. You know. People probably left their hotel key there just being a dumbass many times, too. I mean, you're just assuming she thinks you're a sleazeball. Right, so there's I, another category Hoke falls into, but that's whatever. Moron. So, right, yeah. so I'm not a sleazeball, I'm just a moron. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I feel so much She's dealt with a fair share of them. All right, so so bottom line, she, she, she kind of cute? No, nah, there's only two cute women I know. Uh, it's uh, barf. <laughs> Come on, right you, ain't with us. you ain't trapped. That's the right. You're married, bro. You're <laughs> uh, man. Disappointment. Wow. Anyway. Well, hey, Nicole, so, if you're this, listening, one ninety nine uncontested. Nah, it's like two forty nine up here. Chill, bro. Discount. Yeah. No, it's like a. It's been a running joke in our family because the um, when my, when I think it was my brother Ryan where they had their rehearsal dinner, literally right next to the restaurant rehearsal dinner was a sign that said like 249 divorce or something like that. Like a, like a billboard. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man. And then right next to that, a funeral home. Right, right, right. <laughs> Double shot right there. Yeah. So yep. that was it. But that wasn't what we were going to talk about. It was a good uh, derail, though. I did appreciate it. Very excellent. Excellent job. Oh, I thought because right before he came on, Pittman asked me what kind of beer I had. Well, so well, I like, well there's a story behind the beer. So well, that well, that was part. That was one thing. But no, we were going to talk about the idea you were we were we were kind of throwing around about monetizing. Oh, okay, okay. Monetizing, man. So, so uh, Hitman has been telling people that for ten dollars, um, you could tell us who you want roasted, and we'll just roast them on the podcast. I said I'm willing to do one better. Give me a phone number of the person you want us to roast, and we'll call them live during the pod, 
and we'll just roast them on the podcast for ten dollars. Ten dollars, well spent, in, in my opinion. Like to publicly humiliate your your most profound enemies. Honestly, ten dollars for somebody in Serbia to know that one of your friends is a complete asshole is well worth it. Like, would you rather spend yes. ten dollars beating some kid in Africa or embarrassing your enemies? Easy decision. I, think I mean, according to the commercials, ten dollars could probably feed about six hundred people. Oh, and, and Steve for like six months. <laughs> yes, Steve. On, honest question. Yeah. If if somebody uh-huh. handed okay. you a twenty piece McNugget, yeah, how many sittings is that for you? Uh, at least three. I was gonna wow. say four. I was gonna say four. Uh, let's see, because I, I six. I I can handle a six six pack. And I can maybe get to seven or eight if I'm if I'm feeling Steve, particularly Steve, plucky. Steve, Steve, calm down. You lost weight, but you do not have a six pack. <laughs> I doubt I'll ever have that. Jeez. I still have my keg and I wear it proudly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. No, so yeah, three settings easy. Easy. We that used to be one. The same Steve, question. Used to be one. Same okay. question, Steve. If I handed Sammy yeah. a twenty-piece McNugget, Ooh. how many sittings could he eat it in? Ooh, ooh, he's gone at least twelve Chick-fil-A nuggets, which are smaller, but a little, maybe slightly more substantial. Yes, I mean, I think I think it's two Chick-fil-A sittings, but I think he are... definitely. Good. I, I think I think he's still two sittings, but I think he I think he makes a serious dent on the first one. That's fair. Chick Fil A nuggets are like an yeah. oddity too, right? Because they're like disproportionate. Yes. Yeah, like some of them are significantly sized, and some of them are yeah. Like one's like a, exactly. Yep. He did well. He goes at least eight Wendy's nugget and a fry easily. Since we're, since we're on the topic of Sammy. Yeah. Has he been toasting people this week? Uh, <laughs> he has been toasting the douchebags, the assholes. I was told by bags. two separate people that I think we're 30 episodes in. That was uh-huh. their favorite moment on the podcast so far. Wow. <laughs> that was <laughs> higher than our higher than RZA, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, higher wow. than Higher than Epstein, please. I, everything, man. They said that, that, that to me is unbelievable. How can you go higher than Epstein, please? Because the fans like, like to see you squirm, Steve. Yeah, and just of like, course they do. Like, why they don't know Sammy? You just picture like, like I think we've done a good job of painting the picture of Sammy, right? Yes. Yeah. Sammy, in a lot of ways, is the kid people want, right? Very respectful, quiet kid, right? So good nature. Yes. Yeah. I, Respectful, quiet, good. I agree. And he walks in with his dad yelling, Toast to the douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, like, I think we've done a good job of painting that picture over 30 episodes. And now people could just picture that scene. And like, I think it speaks to like the people who've been riding with us and, and, and like, you know, our loyal fan base. And it also speaks to like, I think people understand like what what our families are like and, and sure you, you were know, humanized like Dom, in that moment. If Dom walks in on that, like it's like whatever, like you know. 
but it was Sammy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't dispute that at all, at all. I mean, that can, was, I do uh... a stick, can I do can I do a, a parent brag real quick on speaking of Dom? Of course you can. So um, if it was Michael, no, Dom's fair. Nah, nah, we don't. Yeah. we only we only uh, break Michael down. We're building up. Yeah, Dom. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then G because she's an art and dance. I just don't talk about her as much as I should. That's a whole separate thing. <laughs> um so this weekend they moved up the soccer playoffs because of COVID concerns and stuff like that they said we want to get the season over before it just gets ended on us so unfortunately that meant that i was missing the team's playoff game because i'm on travel for work so nicole ended up having to coach uh what ended up being three playoff games because our team made to the championship game Nice. Um, and even though we lost the championship game, Dom scored while playing goalie. Kid's an animal. Right. What? Yeah. He pulled a Ron Hextall? So this is this is this is like his second or third time scoring from the defensive end of the field. But like this time it is from the goalie box. Um, he's got a real strong leg and he just boots the ball, right? And a lot of our offense comes from when he's in goalie, just him booting it and my striker knowing it's like a fast break, right? Just beat everybody else to the ball and then go. Well, this time he booted it so far, it made it to the net on one hop. And when the goalie tried to catch it, I guess it had a little bit of juice on it. It took the goalie into the net, um, which once the ball crosses the line, regardless if the goalie has or not, it's a goal. So the kid freaking scored as a goalie. And, like, Nicole was fired up because, like, Dom is very clearly Nicole's favorite. Um, and the coach and other team was trying to get it wiped away because he said the ref couldn't see that the ball crossed the line. But it's like, like, like they're six-year-old kids, seven-year-old kids. You clearly see them move backwards, right? It's not, like, some fine movement. It's a significant one. And because the other coach was, like, coming at her son, she was, like, ready for blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's phenomenal. <laughs> Shout out to Nicole, though, stepping up for the coach. Yeah, I mean, well, I got a lot of texts. That's, that's clutch. Maybe. I got a lot of texts, you know, before the championship game that maybe she's the better coach. Um, but they lost. So now I'm going to tell her that she's a choke artist. That's fair. Fair. Totally. They would have won if I was there. Prove me wrong. What we're saying is stick to cookies. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, R.I.P. Oh, Where's Where's Don Kirk when you need him? Jesus. <laughs> I think watch, Kirk, he told Kirk us he was watching Hannity. Kirk will be the first one to fork ten dollars up, so we roast Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I could totally see him doing that. Could you imagine on this podcast yeah. calling my wife in the next room? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I almost wish that like podcasts were a thing back when soundboards were going. We could do oh like the e-bomb God. soundboard. Oh. Did I tell you guys, did we ever discuss about when we were like, I was just out of college, my brother was still in college, and, and we had a guy who interned at WIP? Mm-hmm. Oh, so... One of my brother Christian's friends uh, interned at WIP and had access to a lot of the contact information for people at WIP. Oh, yeah. So we would get banged up on like Friday and Saturday nights and start prank calling like Howard Eskin, Stephen A. Smith. But the best one was uh, Super Agent Drew Rosenhaus. Oh, we, we prank called him so much. That he swapped phone numbers with his brother. 
And do you understand for an agent who, like, thousands of people have his number, for him to give up his number, how many times we had to <laughs> prank call him for that to happen? <laughs> oh, that's legendary. <laughs> yeah, we had ne- so many Next question. Yeah, we just kept prank calling. And then we would, like, sometimes, like, call into the radio station, too, um, and just, like, like you know, curse or do whatever we could to get kicked off as quickly as we could, whatever. Good old, the good old mature days. Damn, I, man. I still oh, speak in, in the um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, soundboard. Oh, that good thing was fantastic. Good morning. How are you? I'm a police officer. Like, even my want, kids all say. I want to ask you some questions. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? Like, Dude, I remember, like, say all that stuff. They don't know why they're saying Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they have no clue. Yeah. I remember when that, that first started coming out. We used to sit in my buddy's, in his computer room. And he's a faithful listener, so he'll get this. We would sit in his computer room and prank call the phone in his kitchen, and his mom would answer. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh. <laughs> no uh, idea. There was, like, one. Like, this is totally not cool in 2020, but it was a different world back then. They called, like, a battered women's shelter, and it was Arnold going, <laughs> you lack discipline. <laughs> like, oh, you know? God. <laughs> and the woman wow. went, the woman went nuts like oh you think so like you know because it's unfortunately women you know who were beat but it was like dude they were just they were next level those pr- and then that led to crank yankers so and i i still like i still listen to crank yankers stuff because it's on Apple Music. <laughs> shout out to the jerk the jerky boys who really started it all yeah, I was never a huge because I guess were the Jerky Boys. At least I think they did. Were they like underground tapes, or could you get them at like t- like Tower Records back then? Tower Records, good right. lord, well, Sam Woody, all the uh, yeah. Oh, we three records like the classics, man. The Wall. Well, I don't, I don't think like, Jerky Boys what, were on eight track. Steve, calm down. Didn't the Wall was uh, like, you know? Didn't the Wall guarantee your CDs for life? Yes. So there's yes. some like when you when you go bankrupt, like don't quote me this, but this is how I understand it. Like part of your bankruptcy is you have to sell off like the warranty on stuff. So there's some like weird warranty company somewhere that still has to honor your like uh, if you go in with the CD oh, sticker, you know, you can still get a new CD. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. It's wild because I, I don't know if I still have them. I, I remember when the Granite Run Mall closed down, somebody was standing outside the wall after it closed down, and they were handing out a bunch of those stickers. And mm. I just grabbed like a, a handful of them. I may still have them around. Oh, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I so, uh, you know. You got them right next to your stack of I Voted stickers, Steve? Oh, I, I, yes. I Voted and the Wall Guarantee. Steve puts them on CDs because he think uh, on autographs because he thinks it's it's a COA. <laughs> this autographs real, real. The wall says so. Dude, do you remember when you could get like thirty CDs go, for thirty CDs for a penny? Oh wait, so we used to oh, scan yeah. the hell out of Columbia House. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, what we did with Columbia House. Yeah, I thought that was that was common. What we did with Columbia House is we would order like the what's it like seventeen for a penny, right? Mm-hmm. Now the underground mm-hmm. thing, how they got you on that was you had to order 
like 10 more CDs at full price in three years, or they charge you for those ones to give for free. Well, what me and at least one of my brothers did was we did that when we were like 17 years old. So then like a year later, they're like, you didn't buy the CDs, I had to pay full price. And I'm like, nah, I was 17 when I signed that thing. You can't do legal contracts with minors. <laughs> Got him. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chestnut checkers, baby. Yeah, oh, dude, scamming since day one. <laughs> mm. huh. Oh, what else we got? Oh, I would say speaking of talking? scamming. Speaking of scamming, let's talk about Steve eating sandwiches. Okay, uh, fine. Scamming or scamming? How is that scamming? How is that scamming? Off the top. Because like, how is that scamming? You you pretend you present yourself like you are a man, and you eat uh, like a child. Or a bird, even. I yeah. I had surgery on my damn stomach. Of course, I do. You that was made the whole the choice. Point. Some people chose. I Biden. did. I. Some people chose Trump, and you chose a way out. Yes, I did. I chose the easy way. I chose to cheat. <laughs> some people call it. I embrace it. I'm like, yeah, fuck hey, yeah, I listen, cheated. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Bill Belichick took cheating to multiple Super Bowls. Joe Biden is taking cheating to the White House, and you took cheating to a healthier lifestyle. It's, it's yeah. that, that's just a game today, man. <laughs> just playing the game, dog. Just playing the game. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying, right? So, yeah. right. So, so you know, so of so course. So how much? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want you to tell everyone about how you went and got what many people now consider the best cheesesteak in Philly. And maybe they didn't see the results yes. that we posted on, on our social media. Yes. I, well, first of all, you, you went, I didn't you take that picture uh, before I stopped. <laughs> Steve, did you hear what he said? <laughs> he asked if you got a Wawa cheesesteak. <laughs> I think Steve you? just left the chat. Yeah, he was so angry about that, he just left. He just logged off. He said, F Wawa. Yeah, he's like, I can't do this anymore. So while Steve is trying to figure out whatever audio issue just happened and how he can get back in, um, what's interesting is it's still recording, so we'll see yeah. what happens. But um, Steve went to – so uh, Portnoy's been doing not just pizza reviews in Philly. He's also been doing cheesesteak reviews in Philly. So he, he did Angelo's before, which rated very, very highly. Um, and then now he went to Angelo's for a cheesesteak. So, and, and scored very, he scored it as the highest cheesesteak so far. Steve, is that you joining us back in? No. <laughs> Steve, you had one goddamn job to do. Every week, I struggle with the recording and the editing. Not that they're at some level. One week, I need you to come through. We just lost 15 minutes of a podcast. Well, look, first of all, I, I can't help it that Mark Zuckerberg heard us and decided to put the kibosh on us. Or no, wait, in this case, Bill not, Gates, because we're on Microsoft. So the, record, the recording turned off when you rejoined. Did it? Are you sure? Yeah, I guess because it's... The last thing said was me talking about Portnoy. Okay, but I mean, are you sure you were recording up until that point? 
If he yeah, just yeah. played that back and heard it? I guess we'll... Uh... Yeah, you know what I did? I just guessed. Or, like, okay. again, I've done this for 30 episodes now. <laughs> well, I know that, that mine, mine, my feed cut out while we were going into the Angelo story. So I'll just go back into the Angelo story, and we'll just, uh, you know, we'll just create the magic again, because, you know, we can, right? I'm, I'm in a pissy mood now, Steve. Good. Then that'll make for good podcasts for once. Oh, Stephen. So Steve, Steve, can you tell me all about your Angelo's experience again? Why, yes, I can, Michael. Let us talk about my Angelo's experience. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, went to Angelo's on Friday. Angelo's is now being considered, or Dave Portnoy called it the best cheesesteak in Philadelphia. So, I had to go see it for myself because I was that curious. You know, so, I just want to say, fuck that guy. Why are we taking the word of an out-of-towner? You know what I want to say? F you. Oh, see, this I is... I think see, he's talking to you, Steve, not me. No, nah, actually, I was talking to my, uh, I don't know, whoever I was talking to. He was talking to the bartender downstairs because <laughs> she's trying to get into his hotel room. Uh, I was talking to John Dunn. Hey, John Dunn, F you. That's it. <laughs> look, the, look, as far as I'm concerned... The, uh, the cutout of uh, recording has just made the podcast at least 30% better because now you're fucking pissed off, and this is great radio. I so, don't get mad. I get even. Right. <laughs> That's 15 minutes of archived gold right there because we all got secrets. Well, we were fired up, too. All right, if someone th- sends $1,000, we'll somehow find how to get that audio and send it to you. Look, I'll shorten the story because I probably was a little long-winded during that time. But so, yeah, I went to Angelo's and uh, bottom line is that I tried the cheesesteak there. And yeah, I'm going to say best cheesesteak of my life. Absolutely. They, there's something about the, the cheesesteaks there. They just make them perfectly. It the was roll so the good that you ate three bites of it. Everybody but, always says this meal was the best. I had two bites. <sighs> You know, <laughs> I chose this path in life. I chose it. So now you my... take whatever comes with it, Steve. Yes, I do. I, and apparently, uh, mocking and grief from my boys is what comes with it. I'm like thinking about all the great jokes we made the first time we talked about this. I'm like, why don't I say them again now? Can't. <laughs> we can't. It's over. We they don't hit the same. Great, we had two great political shots in there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> oh, well, the... <laughs> uh but no, I got nothing. So, Fuck it. So, <laughs> like, I transitioned from that, though. And I was saying how I don't want people to think they listen to a podcast of people who can't finish sandwiches. Yes. So, I am in Pittsburgh, and currently, um, the most of the city is closed. And that's when Pittman, that's, I'm, I'm just doing the, the, the catch up. So, then Pittman made a joke about it being Schittsburg. Mm-hmm. So, then I continued to say, yeah, between there's a bunch of boarded up stores restaurants down here there's a bunch of stuff closed due to COVID, and everything that's open is like progressively more and more unhealthy for you and i think that was about the point where we realized that we weren't recording for the last 15 yeah. minutes where so, I, I broke it and said hey guys are we still recording <laughs> so the first stop on my gluttony tour um was Pramonti brothers oh okay and Pramonti Brothers, like, when you say to people, I'm going to Pittsburgh, people say, go to Pramonti Brothers, right? Yes, yes. And so I think it was, I think it was, Dom was not born yet. I think me, Nicole, Michael, and Gianna, um, with my good friend Joe, went to a Phillies-Pirates game years ago, and we went to Pramonti Brothers after the game. (laughs) Joe Mo? Joe Mama. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so we went to Promonte Brothers, and like, I, I think we had drank like a fair amount at the game, and we were tired. So like, it tasted fine, but it wasn't like a. I don't feel like I was in the right mindset to pop properly judge the sandwich. So I went and got Promonte Brothers again. And I'll be honest, that stuff is terrible. It is not good. Pittman, do you know about Promonte Brothers? I, no, I was going to let you finish. I didn't want to cut you off, kind of like the recording. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not ever heard of it. Okay, so their gimmick is every sandwich has like french fries and coleslaw on it. On the on sandwich, the sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But like, it seems like overkill. Not only is it overkill, like the stuff's not necessarily like, like I, if the fries were crispy, right? I think you can get away with it because it would add like something to the sandwich. You got a texture to it. Yeah. Texture. But, like, but the fries are soggy, so it almost just becomes like a lot of roll. If that makes and sense. it's almost impossible to have crispy fries with slaw on them. Well, and that's a whole separate thing, right? So. Like, I kind of equate, I was really, like, bummed after I ate it because I'm like, I don't remember being this bad last time. But, again, last time, I was like, well, you're at a baseball game, you're drinking, you're in the sun, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I kind of equate, I think that's their Pats and Genos, right? Like, yeah. like I, I wonder if locals go to Promonte Brothers or if that's, like, you know, it's just the sucker tourist. I don't think they do. I, I, I've, I've heard that it's a tourist trap. But, but, but there was redemption. Okay. On the next day of the gluttony tour. So I, I put a joke on Facebook that I was looking for a bar to watch uh, Dom's championship game in. And obviously a joke, because who the hell is putting, you know, a first and second grade soccer game on like ESPN, right? Oh, but Joe. On the, on the thread where I posted, three different people said, you got to go to Fatheads. Um, and one of those people was Brad Regetta, good friend of all of ours. Trusted. Um, and, and he kind of coached me up on like what was good there. So Fatheads is... Um, not only do they have good food, but they're like a local brewery too. So nice. it's like you get good beers and good food. Um, so first of all, I went there and got uh, a key lime sour, um, which I thought was really, really good. Um, Nicole and I, we went to Key West for our honeymoon. So like I enjoyed key lime pie and it kind of remembered, you know, reminds me of like the, the good trip we had that it rained, uh, six of the seven days. Um, but and then I got a sandwich like they're so they're called fat heads because it's just like giant sandwiches, but they're they're actually good. Like they're there's like good. It's, so mine was brisket, bacon, mushrooms, cheddar. I think was was on there. And it was really, really like you I, had I, me a brisket. I know. Right. There was like four other sandwiches I wanted to try on the menu, too. But I'm like, I, I can't eat this like multiple. And the sandwich, like I sent you guys a picture of it. Um it wasn't as it like the picture doesn't do it justice. It's a big sandwich. It's a big, big sandwich. Um, but it was really, really good. The wings were really good. Um, and to top it off, I was there for like the Steelers Cowboys, which like for me, the game ended perfectly because three fourths of the game, the entire bar spent pissed off because the Steelers were losing to the Cowboys. So it was funny watching them all be miserable. And then I left right before the Steelers came back to win. So the Cowboys still lost the game, which was good for the Eagles. But my last memory was how miserable those Steelers fans were. So it was a good trip all the way around. It's a win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm less of a man. We got this. Win for you. Orange. Yeah, it's a it's a blue moon. So they put an orange in there. Come on, bro. Well, man card revoked. Let's move on. 
surprised you don't got a friggin' umbrella sticking out of the top. Of that. <laughs> the hotel bar has like four beers. Relax. You just you just ruined everything you just said. Hey, anyone wants to wrestle me, bring it. I'm undefeated as a wrestler. Yeah, don't worry. The bartender will be up soon. That's. Woo, <laughs> 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 boy! I can't remember what jokes we did. Like, I, like every joke now, Mike, did that make it or did Steve cut that joke out too? Steve. I told you, Bill Gates cut the joke out. He's on to us. <laughs> it is kind of funny that we made like multiple political jokes and that's the part that got cut out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back to it. Let's talk about parlor now. Well, I, well, no, no, not parlor yet, because I think that we can get there by talking about Steve. What were you doing? Like, what were you doing downtown that you ended up in Angelo's? Oh, I was uh, hanging out in the city. I was. Uh, I I had made the decision uh, the week before to take Friday off just to have a day Steve, off. Just that you called out of work to play Pokemon. We know the truth. No, that's not the truth this time. Well, it's partly the truth. I did play Pokemon. But, uh, yeah, I went to Reading Terminal. And little, I mean, you know, when I planned this, I had no idea that Reading Terminal slash the Philly Convention Center would become the goddamn epicenter of the whole election. Like, that's where it all went down. So, you know, I knew the, the protests were going on, but I still went down there anyway because I just wanted yeah, to, so to, to see the matters. Steve, Steve called out Friday to help them tape paper up on the windows at the convention center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was down there. Uh, I had a you know trunk full of ballots from Delco, bringing them to Philly. It's uh, like money laundering in a lot of ways, <laughs> vote laundering. So, yeah, I, was, uh, I, I went on Facebook Live just to show people the madness and just kind of walked around and looked at the scene around me. So I was in the middle of the Trump supporters and the Biden supporters across from each other. Were just, you like trying to bring the sides together? Yes, I was. I, you know, I like Kylie Jenner in that commercial. I walked down there with a Pepsi and it totally didn't work. Oh, damn it. Yeah. It typically I, doesn't work when 48 year old guys compare themselves to Kylie Jenner. No, <laughs> not even a little bit. Although but, Steve, your, Steve, your butt is much nicer. Unless yeah. it's Bruce, because now he is a lot more similar to Kylie. So, jeez. Anyway, so what I figured, what I did figure out though, and and I think this is uh, something we should consider. It's like I saw all of these media outlets around that I had never heard of. Like I saw, you know, Channel Six. I saw like a station from New York. I saw CNN had someone there. You know, play, you know places I recognize, Al Jazeera, things like that. But then I see things like. Al Jazeera, Telemundo, yeah. all the good ones, right? Oh, yeah. They were all, all there. All, all the reputable ones. But then I would see something like The Right Take, I think it was called, or The Right Side. And yeah. they were the ones talking yeah, to all the Trump supporters. To me. Yeah. Or so, The Right Brothers, the guys, you grew up with them, right? Yeah, they, they, they were my boys. You know, take me flying and shit. So uh, a couple of things I figured out. First of all, you know, Biden, the Biden side was lit. I mean, they had a DJ. They were throwing down. They had food. They had everything. Trump supporters, there were like 20 of them over there, you know, all with their flags just kind of standing there. And every single reporter was interviewing everyone on the Trump side. And I, you know, because they weren't interviewing the Biden side because they were too busy dancing and all that stuff. But the Trump supporters would just talk to anybody so the media hold would go up, to them. Hold up, hold up. In the interest of being... Uh for lack of a better term, fair and unbalanced. Or yes. Unbalanced, whatever it is. Line dancing is not dancing. Uh, I saw the video of them. They were doing like the electric slide. That, that was one. Yeah, they, they were not doing 
the line, I don't think they were doing the line dancing when I was there. It was a little bit more of a, just the general dancing, but I did see the tape of electric slide. Yes. That yeah, all these people are like, look how great this is. I'm like, what? Doing a line dance? Yeah. Breaking out the Macarena and shit. Yeah. But, I like a do a <laughs> da cha-cha. <laughs> I heard that about you. So, so two things, it's like, if you're a Trump supporter, this was your moment of fame. You could have just gone down there and talked to like 10 different media outlets. You could have just talked to everybody and just like spewed your stuff, man. Right. Just give like hot takes just so that you get yeah. the news. Like, like don't even believe what you're saying. Just say stuff with the sole purpose of getting on the news. Yeah. And the second thing is we could have totally done this. Just print out a mic flag. Put anything you want on it as a logo. Set yourself up with like a little tripod, put your iPhone on it. I saw people doing this. Just put your iPhone and just become your own internet news source in the yeah, moment. And, and Steve, you and I, oh, go ahead, hit me. I'm sorry, go ahead. I've had this tripod for 34 years, Steve. I don't need help. <laughs> yeah, it's getting plenty of work. He used but that on the bartender once in a hotel and uh, got lucky. <laughs> but <laughs> so, you, say, Mike? you and I talked about this afterwards, and I really. I was bummed that that wasn't. I I feel like we could have had a lot of fun down there. Oh yeah, we could have been WACS TV or WAGS TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're asking everyone from now on to use hashtag WAGS if you interact with us. Yes. Um, because that's like a it's a it's a tag that goes something else, but we figure let's kind of like steal their tag. Let's, let's, it let's works for WWF, right? We can get notoriety. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But um, we could we could be Wags TV. Put our uh, put our put our you know caricatures on it, man. We could do this. Like 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 full disclosure, Steve. When I knew you were going down there with a couple friends, I was like, yeah, my buddy, because they listen to the pod, they know you. And like I, I think everyone was like not surprised to hear you going down there, but we thought it was funny that you're going down there. Like because like because like I said one guy, I'm like, well, he says this is history. My buddy's like, everything's history. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is true, you know. Um, but then I after you were down there, I'm like, damn, I looked at this from the wrong perspective. It wasn't about being there for the history. It was about being there for the spectacle, the right Yes. <laughs> that was complete. Well, the history is what drew me there, but the spectacle is what kept me there. Because I just was, I was watching, look, look I'll, I'll say it. it was mainly Trump supporters being, like, they were just there angry. And like the, uh, there's footage of well, it. I'll I mean, for I mean. obvious reasons, right? Yes, they, of course. They, they but, believe. I'm not saying they are getting cheated, but I'm saying they believe they're getting cheated. So yes, of course they'd be angry. And you, there, there was some. After I left, it was later on at the night. There's the footage of the Trump supporters dancing the Rage Against the Machine. Now, first of all, that's not what Rage Against the Machine had in mind. But it's just hilarious to me to see this. Well, did you see that? The I don't know if it's the guitar. Somebody from Rage actually responded to that. It was Tom Morello. Yeah, right. And he that specifically said was this wasn't quite what we had in mind. Yeah, but, but it's just kind of so I like to that though. To me, that's kind of perspective, right? Yeah, because a absolutely. Trump supporter feels like they are raging against the machine, right? Yes, they're saying the machine is kind of what's getting Biden the win here. I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm saying this is what they think. So I get why they played Rage. I get why Rage would say, dude, like, we ain't down with you either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but isn't music also interpreted to the individual? Sure, sure. You know what I mean? I think most artists try to make that besides Metallica, R.I.P. Napster. Yeah. But 
most artists try to put it out there as such that you take my lyrics and interpret them to fit your narrative most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I will never forgive Metallica for what they did in Napster. I will never forgive Oh, bro. What's that guy named? Lars? Lars was like on the couch. Lars Ulrich. Crying. Yeah, yeah. F them. Napster was so lit. The only bad part about Napster was, like, I would, like, before I would go to school, I would put, like, ten songs in the queue. And I would come <laughs> home and, like, three of them got stopped. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, two of them were still downloading, but the other five were ready to go. Napster, Kazaa, LimeWire. Bro, oh, they, these kids, they don't know. They don't know. Now I just, like, I'm a sucker who's paying $15 a month to Apple. See, I got Pandora. Okay. I'll pay for I pay for the Pandora Unlimited or whatever. Be careful opening that box. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so bringing it back, I think that in the future, Steve, like if something like that happens again, just remind me, like Mike, like so it, they call it in internet lingo, man on the street is what they yes. call it. Um, and it's where you just basically find you go to those crowds and you find the biggest lunatic and you interview them. I'm in. I'm told, I think uh, that I think that we could really get some wild stuff going on. Let's have you uh, ever seen that video of that surfer dude that they're in? He's talking about hitting the dude with a hatchet. He had to kill the dude, like the he really did kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple people. He did it yeah. in another state yeah. too. But like that, those are the kind of people we're we're right. looking for. Like, like I'm not down there to be like, hey, do you think Trump got robbed? Or hey, do you think Biden is the 46? That's not who I'm looking for. I'm looking for like the person who like is going to deep dive on a conspiracy theory or the person who like can't really spell their own name, but they're going to tell me why they, why they picked the certain person to be their president, you know? Just be like, bottom line, did Epstein kill himself? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So if, if, I mean, firstly, I hope this never happens again because like my Facebook timeline is finally calming down, but it was like unbearable <laughs> for a while. Yeah, I just, I just started asking the most like cliche questions on Facebook just to get people talking about something else that wasn't politics. <laughs> I thought you were just trolling all of I us. I was just... looking forward to that too. Like it just yeah. kind of became like a hey Facebook. I'm like, all right, what do we got now? Do you want me to do like one a day from now on? Yeah, why not? I, well, I mean, you know, it was good during that time. I I might get annoyed well, with it after a while. That's what I was thinking. I felt like I felt like I stopped doing it. As I saw people stop posting, yeah. it was it was needed during that run up to to the call of the election. It was needed during that week because I could I could also see the irony that you were presenting us. You know, right? Because I start with the first one is like, is Carson Wentz a franchise yeah. quarterback? Like anybody on Facebook is qualified to actually answer that question, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I thought I I thought like I thought I had jumped, but maybe maybe I'll just like randomly do them. Like, if it seems like it's a bad day, I'll just post another one. Yeah, yeah. throw one out there. I, I was made because I, I had, like, my last one planned, but I couldn't figure out how to implement it correctly. Because my last one was going to be, hey, Facebook, Trump or Biden. Ooh. And then I was going to turn off the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted yeah. it. But apparently you can only turn off comments, like, under certain conditions. And that, like, a fresh post that hasn't been like shared a lot isn't under those conditions. So I quickly That's deleted good. it because I didn't actually want anyone's opinion on this election. Cause I can give two, you know, what, <laughs> but that like, think about that. You go to comment and you're like, Oh shoot, I can't like, yeah. Mike got me. you know, it's, it's almost like the thing we do with the major look with the, the circle, the, 
it would have been like the Facebook equivalent of that. Yes, the white power symbol. Yes, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. Get off the rage thing, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, it's 2020. Stop being racist. It's, yeah, Steve. This is so Biden's speak, America now. Speaking of Biden's America and being racist, how about that parlor, huh? Yeah. So so where I want to hear where you guys are on parlor before I, I tell you where I am on parlor. I I, I created a uh, burner parlor account just to see it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's what's crazy it, shit. Man. What's it, it like? Is. Was, uh, don't tell me about the people. What is the platform? Like? Now I'm going to be honest. Before you dive in, I'm kind of parlor in Vermont or whatever. I'm on the same page. I'm even. I'm outside of that loop. Yeah. Okay, so let's you know, and Steve, that's a good point. There, there's probably listeners who don't understand parlor. So why don't you table set parlor for like what's going on right now in the world? So, parlor Steve, is before you do that, Steve. Make sure we're recording. Uh, Yes, we are recording. I see the time moving now. We are good. Thank you very much, Mr. Hitman. Anyway, so Parler is basically uh, Facebook without rules. It, you know, they uh, conservative, actually, there's some conservative uh, pundits, I guess you would say, who own it. One of them is Dan Bongino. I, I know that oh, name on Twitter. Yeah, yes. He's that, a beast. That, yes, he is, he is one of the owners, uh, one of the financiers. So the, the draw is that it is a social media platform without any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of censorship because, you know, Zuckerberg is cracking down on all the fake stuff and so is Twitter, but Parler is not. So you can basically go over there and spout whatever the hell you want and no one will signing take up. it in. Right. I'm signing up. Yeah. So, I mean, I did, like I said, I, I created a fake account just to look around. And, and yeah, there's some crazy ass shit over there. It really so is. As a, pl as a platform, does it look similar to Facebook? Uh, it's definitely got some different looks. Uh, it's not, it, it seems to be a little more rigid in my eyes. It, it's fa Facebook seems to be a little bit more free flowing. Like to get to, yeah, well, you to get to the. Remember, too, this is kind of like the Matrix, right? Like there's been a lot of variations of Facebook and it's gotten to a point now where they've kind of fine tuned it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, that, so that's it. still like rough early on, and 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 with the amount of people that have been signing up the past couple of days, they've had some uh, tech problems with it. I've heard, but uh, yeah, I know people are going. Yeah, a little bit probably, but there's there's people on my timeline. Some of my more conservative friends are starting to say things like, "Find me over at Parlor," and, uh, and and you know they're talking about, "Well, I don't get censored over there." So in the back of my mind, I'm going, "Okay." You're going over there to talk with everyone else who agrees with you. <clears throat> I mean, well, how is that going to further your cause? Well, so first of all, no one should be on social media to further a cause. And that, that yeah. is part of what's ruining social media is the fact that people Agreed. think that social media is how they're furthering a cause. Um, the, the, the social media censoring is real. And it's not just in the real of deleting the post. I agree. Um, yeah. When I was in the height of like COVID and I was posting like COVID facts, my posts were getting significantly less interactions. Like th this was like, you can go back and look at some of them. It's a factual thing. And like now that I'm back to posting jokes, now those interactions are back in. Now some of that's chalked to the people who are not interested, but some of that's chalked to the algorithm was scanning that stuff out, like making sure it's burying it. Right. You yep. know what I mean? Like, so, so that's the censoring goes deeper than just deleting stuff, and, and it's something that if we really cared enough, we could explore. Um, uh, like, and I so when they were censoring the COVID stuff, like 
I went and joined um, a different social media because like people in the reopen PA group were all doing it. And like, I went there and I'm like, well, everyone's thinking the same way. Like, that's not fun either. Like there, yeah. there, there is enjoyment to discourse and to disagreeing and, and, you know, the stuff we do with, with, uh, you know, the, the local shop owner here where we break his stories about the Ram stuff. Right. Like, yeah. Like that stuff's funny to me. Right. If, every, if everybody on one platform thinks the same way, like that's not fun. So I'm not going to go to parlor for that reason. Now, that being said, like what's going on on Facebook is like, is not cool. And I like people like the left won't go to parlor now because the Republicans or the right have embraced parlor. Right. Yeah. They've taken at over. Some point, at some point we do have to find some social media that doesn't selectively um, censor. Well, the first, the, I mean, one of the first things I thought of is that's why we have 4chan, right? Well, 4chan's a whole other animal. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That, we, we, we can do a separate discussion on 4chan because that place is... That's, that's the Wild West. It's like the dark... It's as close as you can get to the dark web. Yeah. In the dark web. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, Facebook... Why have I never heard of this shit? I feel like never, it would be my wait. playground. You have never heard of 4chan? That that legitimately no. shocks me. That is yet yeah, Pittman. That is your you, you got to go there just for the I absurdity. Do. Just hearing about it, it, I feel like it's in my wheelhouse. The absurdity of what people say over there. Just because of length of time, I'm not going to discuss it today. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll discuss another time. I was getting I was specifically getting hated on on 4chan at one point <laughs> oh that that's a that's a cliffhanger story we got to save that one yeah we'll save that one for another day but uh, there was a point in time where me and a few of my friends were getting specifically attacked on 4chan and it was like it was honestly such a proud like, i'm like i've arrived like i'm important enough and i use that's it validation very, yeah. i use it very relatively i say important enough but i'm relevant enough that like people on an anonymous internet site are, are specifically calling me out by name and, and hating on me. You know, we all have our validation. You go to 4chan, I go to Dave Portnoy's pizza reviews. I mean, there you That's go. Fair. That's, That's fair. it. That's fair. We all, we all, we all uh, have our attention seeking moments. Yeah. And here so, I am just searching for this validation. That's well, because you, maybe if you knew about 4chan and parlor, maybe you'd have that. Maybe that validation's out there and you don't know. Have you, have you ever Googled your name? That's how I found out that, that the stuff on 4chan was happening. <laughs> wow. My name. Yeah, Google no. your name sometimes. See what happens. Oh, Dan Pittman is there's, yeah, there's more than scared, one. to be honest. <laughs> there's, more, there's more than one Dan Pittman. I mean, Mike Hoke. Well, is, I'll give is, a, I will give There's a, a few quick. others I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. I'm the one you got to Google because there's only one in me as far as I know. It's impossible to just want a Steve Scale. There has to be another Steve Scalish. I think there's a uh, Steve Kalish. No S in the name. It's a K-A-L-I-S-H. There's a few there of those. There used to be a Mike Hoke drywall on Facebook. Yeah, that was classic. <laughs> so, so I made that my job. Like, like when you went to like, where I worked, it said Mike Hoke drywall. And people thought that I made that up, but it was actually a real company in like the Midwest. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So before, uh, shall I do my song? I think it's time. Yeah, can I table set the song? You may table set the song. So this week um, has been a lot about choices, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Trump or Biden? Be a man and eat the sandwich. Yeah. Or not be a man and not eat the sandwich. 
Um, <sighs> I, yes, I am half the man of you. I admit it. Yeah. In so, this case, literally. Oh, boy, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> you need to set some boundaries right here, right now. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, what? boy. Watching. Yeah. That was not cool, and it was highly offensive, Steve. Ugh. Only fat people can make, you know, non-dentists can't make dentist jokes. That was clearly established on Seinfeld. And skinny people cannot make fat jokes about fat people. That yes, you call you calling me skinny is probably the nicest thing you've ever called me, especially in 2020, Steve. That's I, no. well, okay. Then then I officially retract my statement. No, I want a public apology. Mr. Hoke, I, I apologize to you profusely. As a matter of fact, I apologize to your entire family. Anyone, anyone connected with you. Yes. I would like to apologize to your wife, to your children, to Wait, your parents. Wait, are you calling them all fat now? No. Jesus Christ, Holy Steve. Smoke. Holy smoke, Steve. What is going on here? I am, I am apologizing to your lineage for insulting you. Here goes Steve fat shame in Mike's entire bloodline. Yeah. I'll have you know Michael was very skinny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that was it. <laughs> all right. Anyway. He's, he's right. very skinny, so. but he's still a bitch. I mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't wait until Michael's like 19 and 20, right? He will so back, kick my ass. He goes back and listens to these, and then him and his friends come up and just beat the piss out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that'll be. That and then Sammy will just have the same luck as he heard last week. When yeah, had his dad toasting douchebag. Dude, my my yeah. future vision is like all of our kids have a podcast together where they're just torching us because we're losers. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, like I, yeah, I'm the offspring of a loser. Welcome to the offspring of losers podcast. <laughs> I, I, and I will totally encourage this, and I'll listen every week. So and and you uh, know my son will be the one who reads the rap lyrics. I just know it because we're setting that up. Right. Well, because because Dom will get kicked off because he's just like X-rayed it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a thing with Dom. It would be a thing with my son. Yeah. So. All right. All right. So with that said, since it's the the week of choices. Yes. We have choices by E40. Yes. Ever told on the Epstein? Nope. Ever squeezed the trigger? Yep. Ever set an Epstein up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on his luck? Yep. You a sat? Nope. You a boss player? You a Mac? Yep. Let me hold a couple dollars? Nope. Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yep. Stock rims on a scrapper? Or scraper? Scraper. Stock rims on a scraper? Nope. Paint wetter than a lake? Yep. Poodle in my blood? Nope. Bitch, I'm a thug? Yep. You a loser? Nope. Winner? Yep. Starving? Nope. Dinner? Yep. You still sell dope? Nope. Now you cleaner than a bar of Dove soap? Yep. Got a little Gouda? Nope. Got a thumper? Got a Ruger? Yep. Yep. You in love with the hoe? Nope. She bringing you the dough? Yep. You gonna cry if she leave? Nope. You gonna fly overseas? Yep. Everybody get choices. I choose to get money. I'm stuck to this bread. Everybody got choices. These bitches is choosing. I'm all in their head. Everybody got choices. Keep it one, though. I delight that I chose. Everybody got choices. These Epsteins be hating. I already know. But I never go broke. No, no, no. I'm going to stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't got to sell my soul. No, no, no. 
I'm going to stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you broke, you ain't like me. No, no, no. I'm going to stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give a fuck if you don't like me. No, no, no. I'm going to stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was repeating myself there. All right, one more verse. Nope. Uh, uh, nope. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, lazy? Nope. Got dick that'll drive a hoe crazy? Yep. yep. Hater? Nope. Want to see a player get paper? Yep. Traitor? Nope. Loyal to my soil, not a faker? Yep. Sleep? Nope. Bus moves, hella active in the streets? Yep. Scared of the dark? Nope. Have money, have heart? Yep. Narc? Nope. Shark? Yep. Gossip like a broad? Nope. Check a bitch like a smog? Yep. Slipping? Nope. Tripping? Yep. Sober as a gopher? Nope. Higher than a roller coaster? Pippin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Star Wars? Nope. Yoda? Yep. Never leave the house without my strap? Nope. Shoot a motherfucker in his nap? Yep. Never been a sucker or a pussy? Nope. Blowing cookie, never coughing like a rookie. Yep. Fact. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the same as last week, but it had its moments. Now, hold on. I, you know what? Who the fuck says sober as a gopher? Uh, e- E40? <laughs> that's it. I think that's it. I have never in my life heard that term before. See, the, might, line, yeah. the line that says to me was broad, right? Like, mm. the word broad. Like, you know, we obviously don't, no one refers to women by that. Hopefully, now that's like Frank Sinatra used to you know say what? that stuff. I will you be know? honest with you. Every now and then, I do like to use that word. I feel like it's super <laughs> underrated. Yeah, like, Dane's. I, like, <laughs> I, I picture like Dick Tracy saying it. Oh, <laughs> Dick Tracy, Jesus! Yeah, that's no, that is a total Rat Pack word. That's Sinatra. That's Dean Martin. That's Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. era. That's like old Vegas word. Yeah, I think I would expect somebody's grandpa to say sober as a gopher. Yeah, that's like, look at, that, yeah. look at that broad. She's sober as a gopher. That would totally be like, uh, that would be a Mr. Hoke line, don't you think? Should we, should we try to like bring that into common vernacular nowadays? Sober as a gopher? Yeah. Broad or? <laughs> well, no, we don't want to do gonna that. Bring, yeah. We're going to bring broad back? <laughs> Yo, cancel culture will get us. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I get, imagine me getting home on Thursday. What's up, broad? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> now, I, I I think we should try to bring back as sober as a gopher. We'll work on but, that. But what I don't know is is a gopher sober or not. That one in Caddyshack was high as fuck. That's a, that's right. Yeah, like like so when I say. <laughs> Dude, I'm sober as a gopher. Like, am I saying I'm really drunk, or am I saying I'm not drunk at all? Because like gophers, they go in water, so they they. I don't know. I, I, it's a mystery. I'm gonna look into that when we get off this cast. Yeah, my head. I'm gonna leave right now. I'm gonna leave right now and just you know go Google that shit, man. I can't think anymore. Don't even look it up. Let's just make a, like a group vote right now. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, Steve, we can't see you, so tell us what, what you're doing. What am I voting? I feel like, I feel like Chuck Norris and sidekicks right now. 
We got I mean, two so, thumbs for you. So I'm saying <laughs> thumbs up means that, that it means you're drunk or or okay. under the influence of some way. Yeah, I'm going that. I'm going thumbs up. All right. So from now on, whether we're right or wrong, whenever we're going to talk about somebody being drunk, high, under the influence, we're going to say sober as a gopher. Because the thing is, the people we say this to, they're not going to get the analogy either. So it'll be fun to see their reactions. Okay. Dude, can you imagine getting pulled over? Have you had anything to drink tonight? No, I'm sober as a gopher. Yeah. No, sir. Sober as <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Gentlemen, gentlemen, Urban Dictionary, a North Central Missouri statement. This is the thing. Sober as a gopher. To be so drunk that you can't do anything. Just piss hammered out of your mind. Been there, done that. Yeah. Steve, you carpetbagger. Nobody asked you to go check on Midwest slang. That's it. Well, we got it. We are now all about Midwest slang on this podcast. Such a broad. <laughs> North Central Missouri representing, bitch. <laughs> Listen, right. Before we leave. Yeah. Shout out Gritty. Um, this was Gritty's week, baby. This was I'm his moment. Say, that I have, I am not a gritty hater. I enjoy gritty. I do I too. Like I, I feel like I've been a gritty regulator, but gritty came to play this week. Gritty, gritty was blew, strong. Blew up, man. And a French media outlet had to actually explain to its viewers because they were getting questions on what is gritty. <laughs> like, dude, how French crazy is that? That's that's fantastic. In the country of France, people are like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> Everything yes. going on in the world right now, people are like, "What's this orange glob on meth?" Yeah. Please explain. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it like that's where we should be, right? Who yeah. About who got in? It's like at the end of the day, your taxes will go up a little bit, your taxes come down. That's really all that's going to happen, right? Yeah. So uh, what but, really matters? What really at the core of all this? What is gritty? Gritty, Gritty got his moment Honestly, in the sun. I don't want to say where I heard this from, but I heard from a trusted source that Gritty and Grimace are related but have different fathers. Oof. Orange father? Trump? I mean, you know, come on. I'm not going to concede to that, Steve, but... <laughs> Neither is Trump. So, well, well, then who would Grimace's father be? I don't know. Now, because he's before Barney. Oh my God! You're you're just you're 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 just thinking on a higher level. Take that shit the parlor, man. Okay? <laughs> That's like four. That is that is four chan level thinking right there. At, at me on parlor. That's it. Pokey pokey, parlor. Hashtag wags. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's. Right, uh, so I I just want to say to the people. I right, tune in next week when it's just me and Pittman because we killed Steve. Because he wasted 20 minutes of, of great material tonight. It was gold, man. It was gold. I apologize to your to your entire bloodlines, both of them. Yeah. The damage is done. Thank you. I just hope that the people of Ireland who listen still enjoy you. I hope that I can redeem myself in the eyes of Serbia. Hey, Ireland, if you're out there, stay sober as a gopher. That's it. <laughs> Peace out, yo. Later. Hard work, 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 hard work
Always, no cap, no cap, no cap, yeah. Hit them for the top, yep, yeah, ASAP. Hit them for the top, that's apex. Might pull up on the spot, drop eight rack. Eight homies in the squad, that's eight rack. Ain't a homie in the squad that can't rap. Super hero sad, they gon' ask where your cake at. Shout out to Young Miles Morales, pressing the play on the mission. The movement is building up stylus. I just check in with my stylus and write out my plans with the stylus. I'ma keep pushing for progress and I'ma keep pushing the process. I'ma keep pushing, I promise. My niece need a bed for her conscience. She need a mansion, a palace. I'm reaching for wonderland status. Same on they keeping it honest. I'ma just keep it real honest and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. This me and the team. Say they keep keeping it bumping. Pen they say good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the dream. Secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs> 